We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. This crusade, this war on terrorism, uh, is going to take a while. He came, he saw, he died. <laughs> we tortured some folks. to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate. Only the unloved hate. The unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery. Fight for liberty. And we've landed. Ladies and gentlemen, fuck that up again, the intro. I'll get it right one of these days. Uh, welcome to episode 21 of Dave versus Goliath. Guys, we are back. Let me pull my old Mr. Rogers switcheroo here. We are back. Uh, had a great one last week. We did the uh, vice chair debate with Josh Smith and Eric Rodsep. Um, while we're heating up for Reno, that was awesome. Go check both of those guys out. Uh, we're not going to talk too much LP stuff today, but that was, uh, that was pretty special. So if you didn't get a chance, go check out that debate. Um, uh, be sure to, uh, like, and subscribe, share this show on the, uh, the social media platforms there. That would be a big help. Um, we're on YouTube, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. But I am pumped because this week I get to bring back my dude, Dan. Dan, what's happening, brother? Oh, it's good to see you, dude. You too, man. Not going to lie. Had a great time last week, but totally missed you, bro. Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen my friend in two weeks. Yep. See, this is the beautiful part about this. And, uh, you know, I'm not one of those guys we've talked about it. Can't just talk into a camera for hours. It's really about the conversation and people that you like. And, uh, yeah, man, like I said, I'm glad we get to do this. So uh, thanks for being here, bro. How was your uh, week? It was good. And I checked out the debate was good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, Different tone. Definitely but, a different tone for your show. Yeah. But um, for sure. But we did the damn thing. Yeah. I got to say, you know, official. <laughs> I got to say, uh, yeah, I tried. I really wanted to, you know, keep it official. That's a good, that's a good word to use. Um, and that was kind of, that was a tough one, man. That was, it's a contentious thing a little bit. I mean, it's, it's good and it's sportsmanlike, but, um, yeah, I got to say, uh, after doing that and doing my due diligence, I am going to endorse Josh Smith for the role of vice chair. Um, Very nice. And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if that makes anybody upset because um, there's some good people that want Eric. And, you know, if he wins, that'll be great, too. We will make this work. But, uh, hey. yeah, I, I want Josh to be that guy. I want him to be on a board with good people, uh, not, you know, these four, past four years he served, man, there's been some some chicanery. And I want to see what the guy can do when, you know, turned loose with a healthy, clean slate. And uh, that's the Ron Paul guy. That's been the Mises Caucus guy. He's, uh, like me, you know, flawed. But um, I think that he will do a good job. And I think that he knows that everybody's going to be looking, too. 
So he'll he'll want to really do a good job. So, Josh, you got it, man. Uh, you got my support. I'll I'll see you in Reno, and I will click the puncher for you, bro. Nice. I love not, it. And and not because you're my friend. Honestly, that's not what this is about. I had to really think about this. This is like for the first time. This is the only time I've ever given an endorsement, right? I don't even know what it's worth, to be perfectly honest with you. But in this world that we're in, I, it might go, you know, go a little bit. So, uh, yeah, Josh, it is not because you're my friend. It is because you are the guy for the job. And um, I have faith in you, and I want to see what you can do. So good luck, man. That was beautiful. Thanks, bro. And listen, it's a good problem to have, isn't it? LP's in a situation where there's two good guys running. Yeah. Like things have changed. I know. This is a, this is a good problem to have. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like I said, we are not going to spend too much time talking about the LP today. We got Shannon in the chats, though. She's a real uh, diehard warrior. Oh, yeah. She's, she supports, you know, lots of people in this space, and she's a good one. Thanks. You know, what my, you know what my favorite part about your show last week, too, is when you asked if you could ask a question on your show. <laughs> <laughs> I meant it. Well, I mean, that's how seriously. I was sitting there listening like, fuck yeah, you can. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, like, you know, because I'm pretty casual when it comes to this stuff. And I kind of just speak my mind. And I can't Walter Cronkite it. Walter Cronkite it? Whatever. Whatever the guy's name is. I can't do what he did where he pretends like he doesn't have opinions. Right, right. Th- those days are over. For, I think, for everybody, but certainly for me. Um, but I did want to give that guy his fair shake, uh, Eric. And like I said, man... Um, there's some things to be said, you know, that's, that's your dude. Cool. It will always work out. Um, but yeah, I got to go with the Ron Paul guy who's taken those arrows in the back and who's gone to bat for, you know, the revolution 2.0. That's what I want. So you're going to see Ron Paul in Reno, eh? I can't believe it. You saw that, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe it, dude. Everything cool has happened since we started doing this podcast. This is, this will be the second time that just, you know, like, be in the same room with Ron Paul, yeah. Tom Woods, you know, Spike Cohen, all this stuff. Yeah, dude, it's going to be great. I think Reno is going to be really, really special. We got a uh, bed and breakfast, me and the Delaware squad. Or not a bed and breakfast, we call it Airbnb. There you go. Um, when are you leaving? Uh, I think it's the 25th, whatever that Wednesday is before the 24th, 25th. We'll be there from Wednesday to Monday. Um, but everybody else, lots of people staying in the hotel, the Nugget. We got this like... Little lakeside oh, you know, yeah. getaway. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. Party in Little Delaware. Uh, but that'll be great, man. We're excited. Um, before we get too deep, don't forget about our sponsors Wheelie's Pharmacy. That's W H E E L Y S F A R M A C Y dot com. Uh, that's top notch CBD tinctures, lotions, uh, teas, capsules, uh, all full spectrum stuff. Beautiful product, great for pain, anxiety, stress, relief, sleep stuff, all kinds of ailments, whatever ails you. Uh, go there and use promo code DVG15 at checkout to save 15% on your purchase. And also go to autonomyvirtual.com and support Ryan Bunting, uh, who just did some Dave versus Goliath business cards for me. Because if I'm going to Reno, bro, I want to network a little bit, you know? Meet some people and see if I can get them to come on this here show, you know. Yeah, hey, boy. you remember me? I was the guy who gave you that business card, right? <laughs> That's awesome. It'll probably work out something. I'll like pass that. them out for you. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. But 
Um, let's see. Oh, I got rid of my boy. Jesus Christ, what kind of dickhead? <laughs> that was quick. But back to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll get used to these controls here one, one, one of these days, bro. Um, no, I got a couple things I wanted to talk about today. We're going to talk about, I can't believe I'm saying it because usually I run, but we're going to talk about abortion because mm-hmm. um, everyone's talking about it. It's, the, it's the, all the rage these days. All the kids are talking about it. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about Trump. I'm going to make fun of him a little bit because he's just shilling his ass off for rhinos and World Economic Forum types and pharma companies. So we're going to check out the art of the deal there. And then we're going to go into the Ministry of Truth. Yes. The, yes. These, these bastards, are they just fucking with us, bro? The Disinformation like the, Governance Board? I'm in their basement right now. <laughs> That's like kind of what I had in mind when I picked this thing, and I it was yep. before they even formed this thing, right? And they fucking just cranked that bitch singing show tunes like <laughs> eight decibel all night. I bet just torturing your ass. Oh, Nina Jankowitz singing mm. you singing show tunes about how much this shucks. Oh, she's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> just awful people. But yeah, we'll get to that. Um, let's see. Where do we want to start off though? Yeah, man. I think uh, this is kind of cool because it's like kind of keeping it local here with the focus on local politics. Um, you're in Pennsylvania. So have you uh, been looking at any of your Senate candidates there, what you have to choose from? No, I mean, everything's blanketed up here with Dr. Oz shit. Yeah, dude. Dr. Oz, the yeah. carpetbagger. And I don't know much about him other than He's another, I mean, it's another TV personality, right? Yep. Uh, it's probably why, I don't know, him and Trump are boys, but he's got that endorsement. Um, yeah, that's... I again, don't know much about the guy. Yeah, I mean... Other than his I, eyebrows. <laughs> Dr. Oz, yeah, he, uh, let's see. He obviously, he's got the show on TV. Um, but he's got some competition, which I thought was the cool part. Um, Kathy for truth is this lady. Have you heard of her? No. Oh man. So you go to her page. She's a, she's a homeschool mom. Let's check her out here. She's a homeschool mom. She's a veteran black lady. So she might get the Biden vote. She got to start somewhere. Kathy for truth. Kathy. Well, she's got a, I can't remember her last name. We'll get it before this is over, but she is a Republican and, uh, dude, pretty based. Where, really? Which, yeah. Let, let's check out Kathy here and see her go after these people a little bit. We need to walk as free people. We need to remember that the constitu- that COVID does not trump the U.S. Constitution. Ooh, damn. Hotness. I like it. Those are some very key lessons that we should have learned coming out of this. We should have also learned what kind of leadership we really need at this moment. Uh, We lived through two years that felt like literal hell jumped out on top of us with Democrats putting their foot on our throats, putting their foot on our businesses, their foot on our economy, their foot on our children. We should have learned a very valuable lesson of what kind of leader we need at this moment. We need people who are going to be fighters. We don't need people who are globalists in the way that they have lived their lives and ran their business. And although I think you're a magnanimous individual, but you and your corporation, McCormick, you are a part of the WEF, the World Economic Mm. Forum. 
Ooh, I love it. Listen to her go. I love it. Standing two feet from him and calls him by his last name. You, McCormick, are fucking fucking around with the WEF. (laughs) Like we don't know it. (laughs) As well as you, um, uh, Oz. uh, They're both. As well as you, Oz. What up, Ock? (laughs) What up? World Economic (laughs) Forum. I love it, dude. Part of the World Economic Forum. This is a very serious organization that has a, a, a mindset of pushing globalism and ESG, environmental, social governance. Okay, thank you. And we Ms. need to be mindful. Dude, Dude, she just got all that in there. World Economic Forum, both of these two assholes right next to me, they're a part of this. ESG, she got it in there. I, I, I love it. And I'm only going to play the rest of this because this guy, because it's a great political answer. Like he says a bunch of words, but doesn't say anything, and it's very Trumpian in his in his way. Check this out. Okay. Thank you, Miss Barnett. Fifteen second quick response, sir, McCormick, Mr. McCormick. Well, listen, I've run I've I've run two businesses, wildly successful businesses. I'm not going to apologize for my success. I have done business around the world. It makes me uniquely capable of understanding the global world that we work that we live in. I've served in the military. I've served in combat. So I know how to deal with the challenges we face. All right. And just like President Trump, that experience is going to make you. me a better senator. Thank but that didn't that, have anything to do with the World Economic Forum. Thank you. Forum. Let's <laughs> but that didn't have anything to do with the World Economic yeah, Forum. President Trump, by the way, who didn't serve in the military. I do know who that guy is. He puts a lot of commercials on TV all the time, too, with him shooting every different kind of gun. He's like a huge, I think that's his. his oh, okay. That's his in thing. Pennsylvania now, too. Do you think he'll he'll be the guy who gets it? And he's like the rhino, or do you think Oz is? See, who, what's it look like around your neck of the woods? Whose signs are you seeing the most of? That guy's. Okay, McCorney. Yeah, they're all over the place. So I mean, that, this is um, like a common theme I'm noticing with some of these America firsters. It's like they they are high in the polls, but like they're get, they largely get ignored in the polls. Like you know, from most of them. Yeah, and they don't want to talk about it. But man, she seems great. Yeah, thanks for doing some research in my state. Yeah, no doubt. Well, we're neighbors. Check so. her out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kathy Barnett, I think it is. Um, yeah. Let's see. So I think that leads into this pretty nicely because even though she strikes me as an America firster, uh, I hope she's not loyal to Trump because, dude, he's just kind of, I mean, obviously it looks like he's running for president. He's already, he was in PA. So, man, we're going back to PA again. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's stumping for Oz. So, I mean, why wouldn't he support this lady if he's legit? Right. You know? If he's the guy, if he's the champion of the people, why isn't he supporting that lady and instead supporting Dr. Oz? So anyway, um, that dude, Anomaly, if you don't follow him on Twitter, go check him out. He's a really great follow. But uh, he got it, put a little clip of Trump... Doing, oh my God, I guess he's campaigning and he's speaking in Pennsylvania and he brings out the CEO of Johnson and Johnson. No. And his wife in praise to a large, like a deafening, like just, or excuse me, like a, like the silence is deafening in the crowd. Dude, nobody is excited about it. And Trump, it tries to sell it. It's just, it's fantastic. This is the, this is the vaccine, by the way, that they just took off the market because it's, they say that yeah. it's causing blood clots. So I think don't that that's get hilarious. it if you can possibly avoid it. That's what they came out and said too. I'm surprised with somebody like him who who he always seemed to kind of have his finger on the pulse, or at least know what was going to get people riled up. And he, he keeps making this mistake over and over and over again. 
It does seem like he's way less savvy this go around. Yeah. But if he runs, he'll still win because that, you know, there's like, t- there's like a, like a time delay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, he'll still win. There's enough. There's enough boomer cons out there to They're fucking make that happen. Everywhere. Yo, we get, you know what? Yeah. You know, well, never mind. No, no, go ahead. For my job, I go to a lot of different people's houses too. And so there's still Trump signs all over people's yards and people's hanging them up and all that kind of stuff too. But it makes me laugh every day how many people I go into their garage <laughs> and they got the Trump flag hanging in the garage. Like they don't have the balls quite to like put it facing outward. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Yeah. But every day they, when they come and go out of their house, they check it. Salute it, it in yeah. my garage privately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't say I blame them. Oh man. All right. Let's check this clip out. Thanks to uh, Anomaly for this one. Oh, did I share it yet, by the way? I don't see it. If I didn't, yep, see, I was going to play it. We would have done that again. Another, like, <laughs> another 30 seconds of us staring at the screen. And then you going, uh, bro, are you going to play <laughs> me something? Or? <laughs> All right. So we are sharing. Here we go. Woody Johnson, a great gentleman. You ever hear of Johnson & Johnson? He owns the place. I- oh, my God. <laughs> You ever hear of Johnson and Johnson? It's kind of a big deal. He owns the place. This is like, oh, yeah, you got to be so toned up. Tell you what, this guy's got cash like nobody's got cash. Oh. Johnson and Johnson. His- this guy's got cash like nobody's got cash, bro. <laughs> After the past two years, he just said that to his own people. Holy shit. Incredible wife, Suzanne Johnson, whose family is very, very close and she comes from <laughs> Suzanne is very uh, yeah. she's, she's a, a four, place she's, she's a solid four <laughs> Ukraine so she's uh, she has a little bit of a hard time with uh, it, they just look like that woman another incredible woman is Summers Farkas a person respected look at by the crowd there, there, the, there's people dude, looking down and away yeah they are not interested. He brought out, I mean, he said it in there, like a, the, she, the Johnsons are like friends of the family, I guess. Like, that's just, oh, it's oof. so gross. <laughs> you know, fucking Trump. So, yeah, he's out there fucking chilling for Johnson and Johnson, chilling for Dr. Oz when you could be, you know, rocking with that chick who's anti World Economic Forum. So, that's what I'm saying. You know? He wants credit for 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 you know saving America from COVID so bad. I feel like like he's right. not going to let this warp speed thing go, even yeah. though nobody wants to hear it anymore. Nobody. Yeah, that's what he many. Like they probably promised him that. Like this will be your claim to fame. You saved a million lives. All this kind of crap. And yeah, what, what was the uh, Pfizer just put something else out too? Aside from that Johnson Johnson thing, didn't that thing come out, that FSC thing where it was basically acknowledging, remember they weren't supposed to release documents for 175 I, I years was, or something I haven't like looked that. Into that. I want to, yeah, but the, the big, they had a document dump, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think basically it was like the, the reports on how well the thing works, which was closer to 10 or 12% instead of 90, you know, first it was 100 and then 99 and then 95 and then eh, it's, you're better off with it without it. Eh, careful. Brand. And now it doesn't really work. Oh, man. Liability will be the word of the decade. 
Maybe though, but they can't be held. I mean, they did it. It's done. Yeah. yeah. Everybody is, everybody's liable. So like they're all in, they're all in it together. Right. Yeah. I guess that's how you do it. If you're going to have a global takeover, you got to make sure everybody is in on the caper. So, you know, you can't dip out later because you are now like responsible. If, if liable is the wrong word, yeah, you're responsible for a lot of damage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because government, you know, they like to point the, bit, the finger at big business and do all that. Like, they're all, they're all tied to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got that, man. Um, speaking of big business, you know what? I, I read some major, like, ad firm was telling all their big businesses, you know what you shouldn't talk about? Abortion. <laughs> Really? They said, you shouldn't talk about that because 50% of the time, it's not going to work out for you. Which I was like, wow, okay. Like when you go by the numbers, like, yeah, that sounds, that's pretty good. When you just rely on, you know, selling a product and maybe don't get caught up in the hyper-partisan stuff, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's a change for them. You should apply that to like many more things. Yeah. I would say. I, I don't know what to think about that whole leak too. I thought from the very beginning, I mean, it's not a leak, right? I mean, that was on purpose. We have to acknowledge Looks like that Looks for like sure. It. It's just by what side I can't quite figure out. But I have to think it's because the Democrats are just getting walloped, I feel like. And they know the midterms are coming. So they just need something to get their base out. Isn't it the best? That's be- the I first mean- thing that I thought of was like this was absolutely to get people back in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it, right? Because it is that time of year. It's like it's riot season. Yeah, yeah. Right? So get out in the streets. You were very. This is the issue to galvanize the left. The um, issue. And, and it's an emergency. I mean, the fences went back up in D.C. We got Dan um, Smith in the chat saying, but 50% of the time it works every time. <laughs> so you're getting 50% of that business. That's right, Dan Smith. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. <laughs> Just I'll settle out of court right now for 50%. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the best political football, man. And I, I feel like I tweeted something to the effect of like, if you, if you know the state, and I think I do, and I view it as, you know, like the murder cult, right? Like a death machine, straight up nihilism, straight up uh, eugenics and murder. Like that's yeah. what it does. So it's not going to outlaw something that is in its vital interest, Something that it's been using quite some time, to, you know. So I, I just don't see it. Um, so yeah, I think you're you're dead on, dude. They absolutely leaked that on purpose. Um, but yeah, I wonder who did it too, because it looks like I don't know. They're going and they're rattling inside of these houses, <laughs> and you know they're getting really yeah. pissed off, man. It looks like you know they're getting pissed off, but I can't, I can't. I can't. That's why I can't do Twitter, man. I looked and just looked at comment. I mean, first it's obvious that. All the people that are losing their shit think that if it's overturned, then abortion is going to be legal everywhere. Like they don't, they don't understand that that means that it goes back to the states. Which I don't know how you can make an argument against that. Like, how about the people get what they want where they live? You know? Yeah. Personally, I mean, as a libertarian, right? That's just a win to decentralize down a step from the federal government to the state. That's a win. Yeah. Right. But and they, they they can't acknowledge the fact that like maybe some people don't want abortion to be legal. 
you know, and their arguments are like, uh, then you're going to have to go to another state. Like, since when is that? Dude, I've lived in states where you have to go to another state to buy fireworks. Yeah. You know, we're, yeah. we're talking about. It is. It is. It's a misdirection, says Dan Smith. The economy is about to fall flat on its face. But look over here at the abortion problem, everyone. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's what it is. Yeah, I agree, Dan Smith. Political football that they can fundraise on and get people to rock the vote, as P. Diddy would say. <laughs> right? I mean, that's what it is. They got to, man, they are good at like turning the valve on, shutting it off, turn the valve yep. on, shutting it off. They're really good at that. Um, are you, have you, can I ask you, dude, are you more on the pro-life, pro-choice side? Have you changed your views over time or do you it's, try to it, just uh, use nuance? It, <laughs> I try, man. It's another one of those things. I mean, me personally, in my head, I would lean more toward the pro-life side. I mean, anything that's pro-life seems <laughs> like <laughs> any kind of life seems like probably the best lean choice that way. <laughs> But yeah, where do you draw the line as to where this state is allowed to restrict anything? I don't know. It's a weird one to me. But yeah, we're, te- we're dealing with life, though. I know. And it is sad, the current state of affairs, just to be so kind of careless with life and so death prone. Like, this society is just death prone. And I think it's important that it be sacred in a way, like definably sacred, because if, if it's not and you're talking on a pro-choice level, then ultimately what you're ending up with is what the state defines as a life and what the state does not define as a life. So, like, you don't want to leave that up to them. No, definitely not. I was thinking about that too, man. It feels like a lot depends on what you, what you, what the mother or potential mother acknowledges. Like, if she wants to be a mother, and that's the plan then immediately your doctors and everybody will say, how's the baby? How's your baby doing? You're taking care of your baby, right? Right. But if you don't want that, then it's a fetus and we can take care of this with a procedure. We can do these things. That's exactly it. it it's an intrusion. Right. Um, it's something that's not natural. It's not supposed to be there. Ooh, And, you know, dude, uh, libertarianism is a beautiful legal philosophy, Right. And, and just more than anything, I appreciate consistency in this world. So while I am excited that the left is jazzed up about bodily autonomy again, it's like, yo, I, I've been screaming at y'all for like a couple of years. You've been so backwards on this. It's like, uh, so it, it's a little bit uh, disheartening that like this is, this is where we're, okay, we're having this conversation again and it's no uterus, no opinion. Like, okay. So here's what I've tried to propose to people. And this is why the podcast is so important because I can't articulate it through text. People just get pissed and it's sure. social media is awful. But here's my argument. If you're a woman who says, I get to choose what I want to do with this, like you, two people engage in sex voluntarily, right? You know going into that, let's just call it a contract, right? <laughs> sure. You, you, you know what it is. You know what you're getting into. And a, and a baby is a possible result in that contract that you just engage in with each other, right? A so natural a product. A natural of, occurrence of, of what you just did. Yeah. So, you're both, so we know, and in the current system, that the, that the potential father, once seed is deposited into, de, de, you know, whatever, 
<laughs> Receptacle. You have, receptor. You have no fucking rights. You, you, all your rights are out the door. Oh, ask him if he wants to call it a fetus or a baby. Like, that's... It's, what is that? It's not even on the table. So he could want to have that baby. Mother right. does not. And he doesn't get a say. It's off the table. If she does want to have it and he doesn't, he's already on the hook legally liable for 18 years. So this, oh, this, no, this notion that like, I just find it inconsistent. The woman, to me, seems like she does not bear that much legal responsibility for the act that you both did, knowing what could happen. Like, I, I hear that, the, yeah, nobody wants to get the government to force anybody to do anything, but like, we are talking about life here. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, right? It's like very basic shit. Yeah, and it's a lot of it's a lot of meandering around with the lingo and the talk, like the whole argument too. I, I hate the woman's right to choose, and then they stop there, and then you say to choose what, and then they say what to do with her body, and it's like that doesn't work either because and anybody that I know or take anybody from a deep red conservative state, they don't give a shit what that woman does to her body. <laughs> like yeah, you're we're right. talking about the a baby's body. We're talking. Yeah. About, that's not what we're even talking about. Look at all right. We got a comment. Tyler Bratton said a woman has the natural right to evict any being from her private property, but she can't murder prior to eviction. She can't murder prior to eviction. It sounds like you were going to say that she could abort it, but then at the very end, that you kind of pulled back on that. Um, Man, that's some that's some of the most libertarian shit I've ever read, bro. We got to put a little bit of heart into this a little bit, right? Uh, and I'm going to make sure that I'm understanding that right, but um I think this is can't murder private to eviction like you eviction is getting rid of it, but you can't so you could get rid of it, but you can't kill it. I guess is what so you're saying. So you can right. All I right. mean, that's that's a, is that adoption or sure. Yeah, we're we're all cool with that, bro. Um, evictionism is the only moral path forward. I need more information on that, um, but I'll entertain mm. it. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I just want some consistency. Um, if you're ready to, you know, sign up a dude for for life after the act, then I think that there can be some personal responsibility to go around. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's all. Other than that. Keep your fucking legs closed. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> you about that? Uh, just kidding. We got Forrest Mommy in here. What up, Mommy? Um, so anyway, yeah, I think I'm done on the abortion topic. I just figured we could touch on it because everybody's fucking raging out about it. And uh, it's the safest time to do it when everybody else is talking about it. <laughs> Normally, I run from this and the border stuff. Oh, yeah, me Jesus too. Jesus Christ. Let's talk about other stuff. All right. But uh, everybody was on that. So we're going to talk about the topic of the day, bro. The fucking Ministry of Truth. Mm-hmm. The Disinformation Governance Board. How do you feel about I, it? This is what I don't understand. I feel like it's not why the official designation of this board right now. It's not like they haven't been spying already. Is it is it a right. Musk Twitter thing to now where they have to define it and let their base know that now we're on this? Like, it's not like they haven't been spying before. Yeah. You know? I was thinking that, too. Like, I, I was wondering, is is the Elon Musk thing big enough that they had to do something to, like, 
counter that. That's kind of what I think. Like when I heard about it, I wasn't like, oh shit, game over now. It's like, we're already there. Right. Um, so maybe it was just a response to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you read 1984, I'm sure, right? Yep. What was the, what was one of them? It was Ignorance is Strength. I think that was the War first is one. Peace. War is that. Peace, Ignorance is Strength. And S- something is slavery. Freedom is slavery. Freedom is slavery, yeah. Yeah. The ignorance is strength thing that was going on for the last two years at all. Do you remember the backlash to do your own research? That was the craziest thing too. When people started talking about do your own research with COVID and they lost their shit in DC. They put up a, did you see that with me when you were down there? They put up a gravestone in the grass that said, did his own research. (laughs) (laughs) So man, that place is the worst. I know. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, that's what, again, that's one of the fascinating things about this Nina Jankowitz, who's going to head this, I was going to say department, but they're, they're very careful. It's not a department. It's not an office. It's more like a think group. It's more like a, it's like a collective, you know, it's just a right. bunch of... Uh, a governance board that my orcas was sure to say had no authority. Right. right. Well, then what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. What are you doing? It's like a, it's like a, cl- it's like a caucus. It's like, <laughs> it's the disinfo caucus of the Department of Homeland Security. Which is the fucking worst. But uh, yeah, this lady is something else. So we're going to take a peek at the, the new hire at the department. Mentioned media and information literacy already. I think we have wasted a lot of time in not starting these generational programs and really f- making a fulsome investment in teaching not only school age students, but, but adults, voting age adults as well. Um, Re-education camps are coming your way. Voting age adults, too. And I'm going to be age... She's, I think she was born in 1989. I saw. She's like 33. Oh, Go to I, hell, child. Yep. I hate... And honestly, I judge books by their cover all the fucking time. And I've seen this bitch a thousand times. And they all <laughs> act like this. It's fucking... It's a textbook. Another thing I I talk about a lot is investing in public media. The United States only spends $1.35 per person per year on our Corporation for Public Broadcasting, which funds NPR, our national public radio, and PBS, the public broadcasting station. So I would love to see uh, a a more... um, a really robust investment in our public broadcasting so that people have uh, an authoritative source of news to go to um, in order to... Dude. I bet you would. She said it with no fucking sense of irony. Like we won't, like we wouldn't be watching this and recycling this and showing everybody. We need to take more of your money and put these programs better together to force you to watch. Don't you love how the success we've had with PBS and fucking NPR? (laughs) NPR. Let's (laughs) imagine if we fucking tripled that output. Ugh understand the nuance of situations again because the media as we know is supposed to be the fourth estate in our society meaning it is the fourth pillar of government in addition to the executive the judiciary the media is the fourth <laughs> pillar of it's 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 pretty much government i actually appreciate the honesty yeah. <laughs> oh boy and the legislative branches of government. So I would like to see uh, forced transparency for the platforms. I want to know how much. Forced transparency. We're just coming in and kicking the butt. You better do what we say. Share what we need. Give us the info. Give us the data. She's already said like all the key words, authority, forced. Right. Dude, she is a tyrant. Like this is the new dictator. 
everyone's a little mini dictator and she can't wait to shut you up. Yeah. And I, never mind. Dude, the last time I went, so the time I just told you last time I went on Twitter where it made me sick and I had to stop it, I also looked at what, uh, who, Rand Paul made a post talking about, no, we need to disassemble this board immediately and shit like that. And I just went to his comments and it was like hundreds upon hundreds and I'm scrolling down and <laughs> almost all of them, man, were that, well, if you're not saying anything that's wrong, then why do you care? That oh. If you're not telling the truth, then why does it matter? Like, holy shit. That's where we're still at? Yeah. Holy shit. That's fucking... After crazy. the last two years, that's where people are still at. If you're not doing anything wrong, you don't have anything to hide. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. There we got a little bit more hate speech they're taking down, how much targeted harassment, how many reports they get from users and what their response is, um, how different uh, new mechanisms in the infrastructure of the platform. Oh, here's an idea. Why don't you go touch some grass and touch a dick? How about that? <laughs> Why don't you go get some loving? Oh, you miserable bitch. She's explaining how many different things this department may be capable of encroaching on. <laughs> right. The sky's the limit. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the possibilities. User behavior, so that we know um, if the. But there's a lot of other measures that have been floated around, including uh, algorithmic transparency, understanding how the algorithms that show us certain content work. Um, maybe reining in the the level of micro-targeting that the platforms can do so that um, those sorts of things are all on the table, as is antitrust action. Uh, President Biden just hired a fairly, um, uh, I would say, aggressive antitrust lawyer to lead the FTC, who has been uh, a big critic of big tech. So I think we always need to, to have some interesting. sort of... Interesting. Musk Twitter. So it's too big. Break it up. You know, to be fair, I think that this was, I should have said that, this is from March of 2021. But, I mean, that's kind of saying something too. Like, she's been preparing for this. Like, she's been auditioning for this role. So that she's That's what I'm saying. Into, this ain't new. Yeah. Ex- oh, yeah, exactly. She's been laying the groundwork, for sure. ...set clause on measures like that, because otherwise, they might be inherited by another government that will even, you know, more broadly enact such bans in order to silence opponents. And we've seen so um, there's a delicate balance between preserving freedom of speech and countering disinformation. <laughs> so, so, by the way, in, in my just minute research about this woman, I found out that she praised the whole Christopher Steele dossier. Mm hmm. Which yes, was she was 100% did. false. And mm-hmm. also praised the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story yes, as did. being disinformation, too. Yes, so she did. Two of the biggest things in recent years she's been on the disinformation side of. Uh, exactly, dude. And isn't that really, when it boils down to it, wasn't she earning her stripes? Like you prove that you'll say whatever it fucking takes, just They're like higher. Joe Biden did. Joe Biden in the 70s just said whatever it fucking took to get that job. You know what I mean? To inch yeah. your way up the fucking ladder and, and accumulate more power for yourself. You're right. That's how you prove yourself to them. Oh, yeah. Years. Chris Coons had to do it for like 20 years. You know, he was like an intern for Biden and then all these fucking years. And then you finally get your turn. And then, oh, yeah. They just, that's how they fucking turn them into like bitches. Th- th- like they'll do whatever it takes, like spineless bitches right. after a while, you know? Um, oh, but she's just the worst, man. I, you were like at the beginning of the show, before the show, you were like, 
oh yeah, you could, I, I know who she is. We're going to play that uh, that show tune that she's singing. It's like, fuck no, I'm not going to play that. Because <laughs> everybody's probably seen that, and it's just so fucking terrible. If you haven't seen this lady go sing show tunes about disinformation... I think yeah. everybody saw it. Everybody's I mean, seen it. Like the the mainstream media is playing that, right? If you need any more proof that she thinks you're all children, oh, just watch that. It's nauseating. It's really bad. Um. So yeah, did she have more to say? No, that's it for Nina. But we got the dude Rand Paul, uh, who got some time with Alejandro Mayorkas. That's it. The border and security and immigration. He's the homeland. Uh, Homeland Security Secretary. And he's got a face like he came out of the fucking same place as John Brennan did. One of those faces that just says statist. It's just like, ugh. Like authoritarian mug. Anyway. um, So, yeah, this is probably the longest clip of the day. And also the last one. But, uh, yeah, let's take a peek at that dude, Rand Paul, grilling this guy a little bit. Which oh, look is at that guy. to take a look at the work, the disinformation work that our department has done and ask the following questions. Do we have policies? Do we have guardrails? Do we have yeah, standards? But here's the problem. Ensure, we can't even agree. We can't even agree what disinformation is. This is you well, can't even agree that it was disinformation, that the Russians fed information to the Steele dossier. If you can't agree to that, how are we ever going to come to an agreement on what is disinformation so you can police it on social media? That's what I had chopped at the first, yeah. first time. But isn't that fair? That's a fair question, bro. It's a really fair question. <laughs> you know, uh, he, came, he came with a specific example here. Yeah. Rand Paul found his spot just in that chair grilling people. Yeah, he's really great at it. Fauci, gone. Give me the next one. Yeah. This guy. Senator, I have two points, if I may uh, finish. Um, uh, number one. I hate him. Mm-hmm. That with this office, with the, I'm sorry, what this working group does, because it's not an office, what this working group does is ensure that there are... Go- <laughs> Let me be very clear. This is not an office. They have no, we are not funded. This is no- always what they do. They're like, it's not even really a thing. Like, yeah. it's, it's not even really anything big to worry about. Well, then get rid of it. No. <laughs> it's more we just need like it. A, it's, it's very important. It's very, it's very important, but it's not really like that big of a deal. Right. Guardrails, definitions, standards to make sure. Let me ask you a question. What do you got against guardrails and standards? (laughs) What's your problem? The free speech rights, the civil rights, civil liberties, and privacy rights of individuals. So do you think? (laughs) What do you What do you think about civil liberties and privacy rights? I'm into those things too. I just, it's amazing. They can just, yeah. Do you think COVID? Do you think COVID? Do you think COVID Do you think COVID disinformation threatens our national security? And number two, if I may, Senator, and number two, is it your proposition that when the cartels spread disinformation with respect to our immigration policies to try to lure vulnerable migrants to our border illegally? I think you've got no idea what disinformation is, and I don't think the government's capable of it. Do you know who the greatest propagator of disinformation in the history of the world is? The Wait U.S. government. Booyah. <laughs> Booyah. Oh, here this motherfucker comes up here and goes, Senator, are you, we, we need this so that we can, you know, intercept drug mules. And st- this is the, the hey. dumbest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. You'd have to be an asshole. 
to to believe that. Well, oh, we're setting up this global dragnet so that we can catch some fucking. Oh, this is so dumb. Are you familiar with McNamara, the Pentagon Papers? Are you familiar with George W. Bush and the weapons of mass destruction? Are you familiar with Iran-Contra? I mean, think of all the debates and disputes we've had over the last 50 years in our country. We work them out by debating them. We don't work them out by the government being the arbiter. I don't want guardrails. I want you to have nothing to do with speech. You think we can't determine you know, speech by traffickers is disinformation. You think the American people are so stupid they need you to tell them what the truth is? You can't even admit what the truth is with the Steele dossier. I don't trust government to figure out what the truth is. Same. Government is largely disseminating disinformation. So I do have a question, and here's the question. So the Russians, maybe the Russians, mm. maybe some cartels. What about COVID disinformation? Is that in your bailiwick for your, dis your disinformation governance board? Senator, you would have to give me the details. With okay, here I, I I've said a million times. I've said a million times that cloth masks don't work. YouTube takes me down. They're a private company. I can have that beef with them. Uh, what about you? You're going to look at that. I often say that natural immunity from having had the infection is equal to the vaccine or better. You're going to take that down. There, there, well, first of all, those are very specific, Senator. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a mess. He is. He's he touching even... himself and looking down and... Yeah, losing it. And these are very specific, very good questions. And much like um, Nina's, you know, previous, you know, getting behind the Biden stuff and the, you know, whatever, the laptop, like, they are just on the opposite side. That's right. what That's what they do. They're... It's... <laughs> yeah, when you talk about cloth mask, we'll take that down. We won't allow the debate. Oh, I wonder what the effects of like if your your office or your department or whatever you want to call it like had its way for a couple of years. You know what I mean? Sh sh shutting down all debate. Fuck these guys, man. It truly is the Ministry of Truth because it's the opposite of the truth. Right. That's the whole play in the book. The you whole know? thing. <laughs> oh, oh, I, oh my God. Well, it's not for us to take it down. And second of all, are you going to put information not, out there saying that I'm spreading disinformation? A, 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 Senator, we are not the public health experts to make those determinations. But once the public health experts under the Department of Homeland Security make those determinations and pass mm. them to my work group, then yeah, we'll probably do that. So public health won't be part of the disinformation governance board. No COVID disinformation. Yes or no? Se Senator? Yes or no? Is public health going to be part of your censorship group? Somebody allow me because you're, you're pre presenting hypotheticals that are vague Ambiguous. I just gave you a very specific let, one on cloth masks. I gave me, you a very specific you, one on immunity from you, previous infections. I answered your question, but let me let me answer the the last question that you posed. Do not hmm. do not hmm. under any circumstances accept the vaccine at a FEMA uh, overseen vaccination center because they are actually peddling fentanyl. Now, should I sit back? And take that. So when I see somebody on Facebook <laughs> tell people, <laughs> and it goes, it goes super viral that you're getting. I've never even seen that. You're talking no. to the conspiracy guy. I've never seen one person suggest that. So it's obviously not a conspiracy theory that's making its way around. Uh, this is again. This is such bad 
acting, such a poor performance from this fucking loser. Oh, you need to get fired. We need a new secretary. Or should I actually Abolish disseminate accurate information? <laughs> That's what we're doing, what we would do. Should FEMA issue accurate information that the vaccinations that we are administering in the sites that we oversee actually are the COVID-19 vaccines. I have, I have a have greater respect for the American people that's than all, you do. I think the American... And that's really what it boils down to, right? I mean, even if you're being the most charitable of these people and yeah. they're not demons who are trying to destroy your lives, if you're being the most charitable, it's like, well, we're trying to protect you from yourself. That if you, if you could believe that, right. If you could believe that, which I think most people do. Oh, well, we just can't have dangerous information, dude. That's where we're at. Most normies, I think, will go, well, yeah, I guess hate speech, right? Sure. Can't have, can't have hate speech. Oh, and that's, you know, that's, that is another can of worms, man. Hate speech. It's like, okay, murder is a crime. And then when you add, like, hate to the murder, it's extra. It's an extra crime. <laughs> Right? So you could separate the the hate from the murder, technically, right? Correct. You could make just the hate could be a crime. That's where it's going to go. That's where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Let's finish this up. American people can figure out the truth. And if you think the American people need to be told there's not fentanyl in the vaccination, <laughs> feel free to say it. But the thing is, is if you are going to go around saying that you are the arbiter of information and of disinformation, I think you have no clue. If you don't that. have... The perspective history, knowing that disinformation, the largest progenitor of disinformation in our history has probably been the U.S. government. I've, uh-huh. I've never said that, and actually I've said the Thank exact opposite. Right. Thank you, we sir. are not the truth police. We are not the truth police. We are. I'm the monopoly guy. I'm so glad that that guy is there doing that. And they'll never admit that that's why Fauci had to take a hiatus. I mean, they would never acknowledge the fact, but he just got the shit kicked out of him over and over and over and over by him. It was hard to ignore. Yeah. Yeah, man. He really has found his spot doing that, hasn't he? Yeah. Man. Well, yeah. God bless Rand Paul. He's the best one in the Senate. People give him a lot of shit. I give him some shit. But uh, he's the best we got over there. Um, Dude, I'm going to round out the episode today with more LP shit. But specifically, I just want to talk about one thing because I think that this is really good and it kind of goes along with the theme of Dave versus Goliath so yesterday one of our dudes, the guy who runs uh, the Newcastle County Libertarian Party page Carter, who's absolutely crushing it uh, he tagged the, uh, Depart- the Delaware Department of Health and Social Services page which is awful i'd like i like to troll those guys too because they just they literally you know me did they use our fucking money to propagandize us right they got their own fucking ministry of truth they've been running over there i tro- trolled the pennsylvania one a little bit too it's hard not to oh that makes me happy right exactly and I've, I've let them know like we should they're right down the road from me we should go have protests we should let the people know that this is the biggest bureaucracy in the state this is where they fucking man they're just the worst um but so Carter tagged them because there were reports that they were deleting people's comments. Mm. Um, and they made a, they felt like they were getting so much heat about it that they made another comment on their page. Like, okay, we, we've realized we, we can't delete posts, but what we are doing is 
uh, what'd they say? What's the other thing? Like muting or like blocking it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so Carter was like, no, that's the same thing. And, <laughs> yeah. and you're a government entity. And at the end of the tag, he tags Spike Cohen. And Spike Cohen is like a fucking libertarian angel that just swims in on people's pages with his blue check and slays these fucking assholes. So that's exactly what he did, dude. Spike comes in, and first of all, this this post has more attention than any post in the history of this entire organization, the Delaware Department of Health and Social Services, because Spike touched down, right? So what's he do? Spike goes, and I quote, This post and any attempt to enforce it violates the First Amendment according to federal case law, Davison versus Randall. (laughs) Hiding comments is the exact same effect on public discourse as deleting them. The people have a First Amendment affirmed right to redress grievances against government. Even worse, by hiding the comments instead of deleting them, you're attempting to make the commenter unaware of whether or not their comment is visible to others in order to prevent them from taking legal action against you. Stop breaking the law and there won't be any trouble. Sheriff Spike is yeah, in the building, bro. It was fucking awesome. And I just wanted to share that because first, I have serious gratitude right now for Spike. It's just fucking awesome. And um, he really, nobody flexes a blue check like Spike, dude. Like, I, if I feel like he must hit hundreds of them a day. Local sheriff's offices that, you know... St- ruin somebody's life over weed spike will give a nice healthy hearty paragraph on why they're a piece he's of yeah he's in courtrooms people are getting kicked out eminent domain cases in some little yep. town somewhere he's all mm-hmm. over the place he shows up like a fucking angel <laughs> <laughs> swoops in does some work and until next time friends yeah it's, yeah. Pretty, <laughs> it's pretty awesome so thanks uh spike i really appreciate it but like look man the 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 Libertarian Party was on that, getting a lot of attention, the local party. So, like, we're we're taking on the beast, I mean, with some help from our friends. I mean, that really helps. Spike brought all – just that attention brought hundreds and hundreds of people onto that thread, and we're showing the people yeah. what these bastards are doing. So, anyway, man, um, I think that that was a cool – That's just, a beautiful thing know, to end on. I love yeah, it. Yeah, from, from your couch, man, you can, like, take on the, the state. Fuck these people, you know? Nice. But um, – yeah, man, I think that was pretty fun. That's pretty much all I got. A bunch of people raging out in the chat. That's pretty neat. I do appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, we're going to do it again next week. I think we're going to have on Tommy Salmons and uh, Ryan Bunting. Tommy has the uh, uh, Year Zero podcast, and he's a contributor at the Libertarian Institute, and he's also a Liberty Trucker, and he's real up-to-date on like the World Economic Forum stuff and uh, trade routes, food shortages. So that would be a good one. He just was on Pete's show and, uh, it was a great one. He's got a lot of insight. So yeah, I think that's booked for Monday. So that'll be the four of us. If you're into it, dude, what do you think? Hell yeah. Word up. Cool guys. Uh, well, that's probably where we're going to wrap it for today. I do appreciate you. Um, that's episode 21 in the bank. Shannon, we love you too. Thank you for the support. It means the world. Dan Smith, to see you in the chat, bro. Tyler, thank you, man. Um, yeah, we're having some fun. Don't let these bastards get you down. And uh, yeah, guys, uh, I'll see you again next week. All right, peace. Now that the smoke's gone.